Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work friends, family, expect you to be on 24-7, well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, buds? This is Benner. Uh, thank you for listening. Happy free agency. Me, me, me. That's Jamel. Jamel acquires a clipper, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, you know who is uh, who acquires also? He's a Patreon supporter Whoa. of the Airbuds. Yeah, he is. Uh, and if you want to be a Patreon supporter of us, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod and donate us some money. For as little as $1, you get access to our wild Slack channel. <sighs> You get access to a bunch of bonus content we're doing. We just put up a new episode with the great Carl Tart. Sure did. We did an episode recently where Jamel and I reviewed uh, all the drafty suits. Yeah, that's fun. We got some fun videos of Jamel just going up there randomly. Yeah, yeah. The the, the random stuff. I put the randoms in the slide. Yeah. There's just things uh, not on the gram. Non-gram things. They would ban him from Instagram if you posted them there. Honestly. Go to patreon.com slash airbudspod and subscribe to us. We'd really appreciate your support and at any level. Uh, we love our fans, and we'll do anything for our Patreon subscribers, anything at all. Hey, Benner. Yeah, what's up? Apology accepted. All right. Welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. I am Jamel Johnson. I'm Mike Benner. <laughs> I jumped in there because Peter's on the phone right now. Yeah, usually I point at you guys. Yeah, so Peter like didn't know when to jump in. Usually it goes Jamel, Peter, me, because I like to defer to people. But now we got Peter yeah. Moses on the line from uh, the Northeast. Yeah, Mommy's Vineyard. New England. Peter? Hello. Yeah, say hello. Hello, I'm Peter. Peter, everyone's missed you. You've been gone for so long. Guys, I don't remember what California is like. Is my apartment okay? You guys have spent more time in my apartment. It's for pretty the last good. Two, two weeks, and I have. It's pretty good. I mean, I fucked up your Hulu cues. That's okay. It's all like black ninety sitcoms and anime now. So <laughs> just sift through that when you get back. Yeah. Every suggestion for every category is Akira, the non-dubbed version. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't playing. What are your Jamel? What are your brothers? Like what? What is their image of Beth and I after staying in our apartment without ever meeting us? Um, exactly what they think white people are and how white people have always lived. 
Uh, yeah, they walked in there like, of course there's a roast beef sandwich sign on yeah, the wall. Yeah, no bullshit. No bullshit. Jawan was like, yo, like, damn, these are like for real white people. Like, I've never like stayed at a white person's house. They saw the Mark Marin poster and they're like, that makes sense. He was just like, this is exactly what I thought it would be inside a white person's house. Well, then you should tell them that I'm, I was just off boating, so that'll really... That'll yeah, you're me. turned up. You're... Wait, were you really off boating? Yeah, man, I've been boating, like, I've been on a boat, like, before. <laughs> he's, he's zooted off the Dramamine, dude. Man. He's fucked up right now. Peter, you're you're in New England for, for wedding stuff, right? Planning my wedding, going to other weddings, just saying the word wedding. Um, it's Ugh. a wedding extravaganza. We are uh, due for another Patreon episode of kind of updating people on your bachelor party and other wedding plans. Uh, can we can we get that done when you're back in town? Yeah, yeah. Book many many updates and yeah. stories. Get the Googles out. Uh, what'd you do for the fourth, bros? Uh, I as uh, as just previously prescribed, I was on a boat. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. I know you probably didn't say it because you're, you know, you work in entertainment. You're not like that corny. But who on the boat said, I'm on a boat? Um, actually, no one. Oh, my God. Probably professional. We up with about 15 or 20 other boats on a small beach. And um, I'll be honest, even in Boston, there was a Trump 2020 on a couple of the boats, some MAGA hats on the beach. Um, oh, we even in we, Boston. Known uh, bastion of liberality and non-racism, Boston. Um, yeah, no, we live in hell. We live in hell. <laughs> um, I miss you guys. I miss I miss our sweet, sweet bubble of basketball and uh, Camel Harris memes. You'll be back soon enough, baby doll. Yeah. You know what I did for July 4th? Oh, I what'd went, you do? I went to a couple parties in L.A. Some more parties in L.A. You know that Pablo track? Yeah. Please, baby, no more parties in L.A. You said, yes, baby, way more parties in L.A. Yeah, double up. Let me double up. Uh, and uh, let me ask you guys if this is gauche. Okay. I was invited to a couple of things. I figure I'd go for the Grand Prix. I'm going to go to everything. I got a 30-pack of Miller Genuine Draft, which was on a really nice sale. That's a solid cookout beer. Yeah, it was on a crazy. Great, great choice. Yeah, super holiday vibes. Shouts out to my uncle Anthony for putting me on. It's and it's 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 water. It's yeah. party water. It, it keeps you hydrated while giving you a little buzz. Exactly. Party exactly. Party it's party water for sure. Yeah. And so I go to this party. It's a pool party. Mm. It's thanks for the invite. It's pretty live. Hey, I got the I was invited. <laughs> and, and then I anywho, so like I put these beers there. There's already a thousand beers. We're about to go to another thing. So I just took my 30-pack. I left the hot dogs. You didn't even crack the 30-pack. I didn't even crack the 30-pack. I brought it, and I cleared it with the host. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, can I do this? And the host was like, yeah, whatever, dude. I don't care. We got a ton of beers. I have noticed that you're not drinking any of your beers. <laughs> You've been drinking other people's beers. And I was like, hey, look, dog, that's just the, that's the cost of doing business. I left the hot dogs. I left two packs of Hebrew National, the jumbo size Hebrew yeah. National, and you're not Venmo billing anyone for those hot dogs, not at all. Yeah, so you get to keep the MGD. Yeah, let me bring what I brought with me. Yeah, and then I then I uh... I don't think that's gauche. I think uh, you show up to a party and no one cracks into your thing, and you're like, I got other places to go. I don't want to make another stop at the liquor store. You cleared it by the host. He said, fine. Yeah, I think you're good. Okay, so what about part two of this? Okay. <laughs> so I go to the next party. Yeah. And it's like an all-night thing. They're going late. And I was at this party for like a good hour and a half. Nobody had touched a 30-pack. I'm about to leave. But I see they're starting to run low on beer. The fridge is looking different than when I first got to the party. So I put the 30-pack in the fridge. Then I open it, take seven beers out of the pack, put it, just take them with me. And then I leave 23 beers 
for whoever needs them. I think you paid it forward. Seven beers. That's that's a tax. That's my party tax. Yeah. Uh, How about there is a taxation with no representation of me? Well, I kind of did a similar thing when we record it with, uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you know that we just released an episode with Carl Tart. Uh, I brought a six pack over to Peter's apartment. Uh, and I thought, you know, we'll have a couple of beers while we record. Uh, you chose to get zooted off the jazz cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was doing Carl, my, my gang, <laughs> uh, was trying to cut back. So he was like, you know, I, he, he wanted a beer, but then he thought second of it. And he was like, you know what? I'm good. So I was, I drank one beer during the record. And then there's just five beers left in, in Peter's fridge. I know Peter's not coming back. So I was like, Jamel, like, can I just take this with me? And you were fine with it. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Was it, Peter, am I rude for not leaving you five beers to come home to? You don't even drink no. beer that much. No, I think you're totally fine. Yeah. I also think Jamel could have taken the 30 rack again. Like, Yeah, I know. Who's who's coming after you? I think that's nice that you left twenty three beers. Like that's just the kind of guy that you are. The I just want to... the difference is is that the first party was like we're stocked, fucking we're fine. The yeah. Second party was like we're going all night, but we're running low. You did a nice thing by leaving twenty three back. Yeah, and I figured this is just me just checking in. I, nobody came at me. Nobody was like, "What are you doing, son?" Somebody saw me taking the beers, and I was like, "Look, let me be very clear with you." I purchased these beers. I've been standing next to these beers. For two. I don't think you have to explain yourself to anybody on the July 4th party. That's true. You don't have to do anything. You actually can break any law. Dog, at the fireworks in L.A. are insane. It sounds like people are letting off shotgun mm-hmm. blasts all night. And I honestly think that's hard as hell. Explosions next to, like, economy sedans. They, uh... I uh, I I've recently relocated to Eagle Rock with my girlfriend. Uh, the people we share a back wall with like to explode like commercial grade fireworks right above <laughs> our house. It was, I mean, I don't mind it. Like I know, like I I grew up in a place where they did that on Fourth of July, so like I'm used to it. Deborah was like, I've got a she's got a respectable job that she had to go to on July 5th. So like she was kind of annoyed that at, like three in the morning, we were still hearing fireworks blowing up right above our roof. But I was like, go for it. I like it. I don't know. Yeah. And nothing. It's, it's nice when you're having a conversation that like, isn't going well. It's like, Oh yeah. So I, uh, I did, uh, two years at, uh, SUNY Binghamton. Boom. 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 Oh, what were uh, you yeah. to talk about? Yeah. yeah. Something. Oh geez. Wow. That was crazy. It's like in November. If like a naked dude walked by right in the middle of like your, like a lull in your conversation and suddenly you have new stuff to talk about. Yeah, son. Yeah. Anyways, that was 4th of July. This is a podcast about basketball and, uh, America. First off, third off basketball is America's new pastime. I don't want to hear a fucking shit about no damn baseball ever again. Yeah. Football. Don't even try. We're talking about basketball as if the season is still happening right now. Bam was basketball as if it's more than the season right now. This is the season. Yeah, there's two. There's a third season. There really is a third season. Um, guys, I have one question for you. Where were you? Up, oh, Peter. I was getting towed. There's a tow truck in your apartment right now. I wonder if people can hear that. Oh man, they're about to tow your dog. Um, I'm so sorry. Let's just play through this beeping sound, guys. Where were you when you heard uh, that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George became Clippers? Um, I personally was um, passed out, uh, pretty pretty drunk, um, while uh, I was uh, being slept on by a twenty pound cat in the apartment I was staying at at a wedding. Uh, yeah, I was passed the fuck out because it was the middle of the night. And you heard about it while passed out? No, I woke up. Woke up to take people and check my notifications. How'd you react? Uh, how did I react? Um, it's kind of crazy. I feel like this trade is not about actually Kawhi and Paul George, more so than it is like giving future star players permission to take the Clippers seriously. Like, I think the Clippers traded away everyone so that like they could be considered a team. Like, no matter how you slice it, they out they like got someone the Lakers really, really, really wanted. 
And that almost feels as important or more important than whatever happens on the basketball court. Am I crazy about that? I get what you're saying. Like we're going to talk about Clippers fans overreacting. But what I think they're overreacting to is just like the feeling of like that little brother status and kind of eradicating that in one fell swoop in a way that they never have ever. All right. We'll get to that. Uh, I was at Ye Rust again, the bar in Los Feliz. <laughs> we were uh, all drunk when we found out. It was out. about it was about eleven fifteen ish, I guess, when when the news broke. Yeah. Uh, we were actually I was with a big group of friends, and we were all getting shots of whiskey to celebrate uh, our friend couple that uh, just announced that they were pregnant. And uh, and then some random guy at the bar, uh, who the only person paying attention to the TV, screams, "Kawhi's a Clipper." And everybody like looks at the TV, and the entire packed bar of Rustic just starts screaming. Like it was great, and then like the shots like overshadowed the fucking new baby that's coming, <laughs> and we were all like taking shots to Kawhi and Paul George. Kawhi is the new baby. Yeah, it was fun. Jamel, where were you? You were in Vegas. Right? I was drunk in the Luxor. Yeah, either at a craps table or walking to a craps table. I was just somewhere in the casino, hammered, and I just looked up. I was with my man Dan, and I was so hammered it didn't really like fully hit me. I was like, "Yo, Kawhi's on the Clippers, bro," and I said it just like that, and he freaked out. He was like, "What the fuck? Why are you acting so calm?" And I was like, "I don't know." Then I saw that Paul George was going, and I lost it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh." It was wild. One like there was two beats of it. It was like screaming that Kawhi is a Clipper, and then rereading the Chiron on SportsCenter and being like, "Wait, Paul George is a Clipper?" Like it was, it was a crazy moment. Um, that like, it was a moment that just like shifted shifted the feeling of the league kind of. But now let's talk about this, Peter. What you were saying, Clippers fans, and I, I consider myself a Clipper fan. I mean, they're my number two team after the Sixers because you know I'm from Philly, but I've adopted the Clippers been going to the games for a long time. Um, for better or for worse, uh, everyone is acting like the Clippers have never had a good team. And finally, finally, like they, they have a respectful team as if lob city didn't happen for like seven years. Okay. I take umbrage with this on a number of levels, Michael. Okay. This is the first time that they signed a player that a free agent of this magnitude, arguably a top five NBA player, chose the Clippers. You could argue that Chris Paul chose the Clippers after he chose the Lakers. <laughs> well, he, second choice. Yeah, yeah. Even in that example, he tried to go to the Lakers first. The league rejected him, and then he was just traded. He was still traded. He was still traded by his team. And I know that these, like, like if you pull out, you're like, you could be like, these are two, like, busted-ass stars. Like, Paul George has not been healthy in five years. Kawhi can only play 60, 60 games a year. But there's just something to, like, also, like, we knew Lob City was never going to win a championship. Well, I, I disagree. You don't, you remember that, that playoff series against the Spurs that we went to all the games for? You didn't think the Clippers had a chance to be champions that year? Dark Horse, their best their best year was fourth best team. Uh, maybe. But they were always so they had like seven playoff runs this decade. Five of them they were legit contenders. I give it to them. I don't even... And they have two guaranteed Hall of Famers. They've had they with, three All-Stars. They were with the contenders the first year the Warriors won. After the Warriors won, it was pretty clear to everyone involved that there was no way the Clippers no. were actually. Okay, well, with the benefit of, of hindsight, we know that the, the Warriors have always been one injury away from not being contenders. So if the Clippers didn't get injured some years, they might have had a shot. Sure. That makes them contenders. To, I mean, yeah. Uh, different. Man. Sure. It's different. It feels different. I. Is this? Are you just mad at the LA fan for kind of coming off like they were hating? No, I'm not mad at the LA fan. I'm like, I'm happy that Clippers fans feel like this is their moment of vindication, and if they're being edified by that, good for them. But it's also like 
disrespecting the like work that like Blake and DeAndre and Jamal Crawford and I hate to give it to him, but Chris Paul like did for the better part of a decade. That might be true, but that team always had a stank on it. We hated. We had season tickets. We went to playoff games. We rooted for that team, and we were always complaining about that team. This podcast is, if nothing else, just documented proof of how annoyed we've been following the Clippers for over three years. Like they were just annoying as hell. And is it the Clippers or is it Chris Paul and Doc Rivers? Well, I definitely don't think it's Doc because he was a fucking G last year, man. He was well, yeah, last like, year, but before last year, we hated Doc Rivers because he, he didn't care. He didn't care. He him as the GM, and he was fired as the GM. But like, this is different because it's also like they're winning the battle with the Lakers. Like, they have two stars just like the Lakers. It's. Like I, you ha- you uh, the Lakers have Kyle Kuzma also. Oh boy, I'm oh, joking. I'm Jesus kidding. That Christ. was a joke. Christ, Harry, <laughs> <Hey>, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Uh, ever heard of Danny Green, Peter? Calm at day. No, no, no. I look. What I what I really want to know is like, doesn't this change your opinion of like? Kawhi Leonard's mind. Didn't we all think he was like a like a soulless like basketball space cyborg? No, I've always go back and check the tapes. I've always been like everyone <laughs> call, talks about him wanting to be like he's the perfect like pop soldier because he's soulless and a robot. And I've always been like, no, he wants his own thing. He's got a personality. He just doesn't show it. I'm on record years dating years back as being like Kawhi has a personality. He just doesn't show it. He wants to be a star. He just doesn't show it. And I think, yeah, I, this, this yeah. doesn't surprise me. I also think he's not like, if you listen to like Bill Simmons or uh, anyone on the ringer, basically like they're all like, this just shows that Kawhi is evil and he wants to fuck over LeBron. I don't think that's the case either. It's not evil. It's yeah. tight as hell. He's like, I think he just wanted his own team and he wanted to be on the Clippers. This is He also, according to like legitimate reporters, if the Clippers had not made this deal, he would be on the fucking Lakers right now. So you can't say that like I, I think uh, ascribing more narrative to this like than we know is stupid. Like, Peter things that we know are Peter, I love you. Awesome. You're you're being real scratchy right now. Yeah, it was getting a little scratch scratchito. Sorry. It's okay. Can you can you repeat what you said? Ascribing a narrative to his motivations outside of what we know is pointless. He was almost a Laker. From what we the reporting that we've got from Woj and other people like Woj that aren't like Bill Simmons, it is that he was going to be a Laker if the Clippers did not make this deal. Like he made this happen. To go to the place that he wanted to go. Running LA. Pulled up on Paul George with two backwoods and said, <laughs> you're, you're coming with me. And then they did it. What do you guys think about uh, Russ right now? I, Russell I, Westbrook left alone in uh, but for Steven Adams in Oklahoma City. Every day I am reminded more and more that I owe that man an apology. Elaborate. Well, I don't know if you saw Stephen A. reported Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. Stephen said, A. Smith. Yeah, he went to fucking. Apparently, KD went to dinner with half of the Thunder before the whole Hampton Hamptons debacle. Mm-hmm. Told everybody to their face he was coming back. Yeah. Then went to the Hamptons, signed with the Warriors, sent Russ a text. It was out. Isn't that? Didn't Kevin Durant deny that on Twitter like immediately or something? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. On which account? Yeah. Um, Russ sucks. Four eleven. <laughs> three eleven. He loves three eleven. True. What if Katie's favorite band is three eleven? <sighs> I it I used to be it. it used to be raw image, but it's probably three eleven now. Yeah. Fucking. I I it's just it's, I mean okay so now there's reports that after Paul George left uh the next morning there's a report maybe even that night in like 2 a.m. there's reports that Russ and his agent are seeking a trade or discussing trades with OKC uh 
Where do you think Russ winds up? Does he leave OKC? Where does he go? You gotta, we got to get him to Miami, dude. Yeah. We got to get him to Miami or New York immediately. Why? Because can you think of a more Nixian move than, like, trading for Russ Westbrook after you strike out on everyone else? Look, you put Russ in the East, fuck it. Even if it is the Knicks. You could put Russ on the Hornets, and the Hornets are a playoff team. And we all know the Hornets are super cheeks. And we remember the last time Russ was fucked over by KD. Look at the season he had after. Yeah. That, he's the most spite-driven player in the exactly. league. Exactly. And everybody, and all he does is play hard with, um, you know, with a bloodlust. Yeah. And that's it. He's he's doing his thing. He's an actual leader out there, making stuff happen. It does feel crazy that between Oklahoma City and Toronto and Bradley Beal, Kevin Love, all of a sudden it's like there's so many players available, and I don't think there's enough assets to go around for all of those players' value. Does that make sense? We're asking a lot for Beal, so I don't know who's left with anything. You're right. Well, there's reports that Kawhi actually was trying to push Toronto to trade for Beal, but they couldn't pull that off. He would he, yeah, like Jamel. he was going to consider staying if they had gotten Beal. Quick question for you, Jamel. Yeah. Um, do you have a GM yet? No. Okay. We're, we're still rocking with the interim guy, but I like what they're doing. Do you think Masai Ujiri is like a – you've got a shot to land him now that he's like, what do I got? I don't have – two of my three main core players anymore? Well, I don't know. He doesn't strike me as the type of guy to um, welch at this point. But we did offer him 10 mil. Yep. Um, and I'm sure we'd still give it to him. But I honestly don't. We, we've been like, we haven't done any bullshit deals for ourselves. I like your guys' draft. Uh you got Isaiah Thomas. I feel like he is he's got a lot to prove right now and he got him for cheap. Yeah, we're doing what we can with no money. Um yeah. Uh what else what else have you guys done? Uh we got a bunch of young guys. You got, got rid of Sadaransky, unfortunately. We got rid of him. Uh we got Mo Wagner. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Pe- people and like a, him. But uh, some a couple other scrubs from the Lakers. Bonga. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, we got somebody off from off the Spurs bench, uh, Bert Bertens. Right. He's Davis Bertens. He's the uh, people were like high on him last year. He's young. He's young. And people thought that he could be like a Spursian player who like does well with the team and then goes to another team and does really well. I know this. He dogged us. Yeah. We basically, we went out and got a lot of players who have shit on us at various times. We got CJ miles in a deal. Isn't that got- the doc rivers way? Yeah, we got rid of Dwight Howard yeah. somehow. That's the biggest thing. I Guys, think. we got yeah. rid of Dwight, Dwight Howard. Yeah. We'll never be able to get rid of Yamahimi. Fine. No. It's and the John Wall's oh. contract starts this year? Yeah. If we if if this <laughs> oh, <man>. guy <laughs> that hurts for, for for 5 years? Yeah. I believe in John Wall. I believe he's got he's got a good he'll never be what he was, but he he's got a good career ahead of him. As a, as a solid guard. player. You mean the point guard who had trouble passing and shooting? I think he is mature enough, and he'll have to look in the mirror at some point that he'll have to be like, I need to play to my new strengths, which are not running down the court as fast as possible and scoring on anyone. <laughs> so you're saying the Supermax player needs to change his game after ripping his Achilles? Yeah. Uh, the, so Will it know, be worth the money? Maybe not. But will he be a productive player for the rest of his career? I believe in John Wall. Ben, I believe I like what you just said because my least favorite thing about John is his belief in his abilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think you so got to look in the mirror. Every man has to look in the mirror yeah, at some point. Yeah, it's just like Doug because he's always going 100 miles. Yeah. And that's fine, but he is a really good passer. He is. He is a really good passer. He is scorer. a good passer. That was me. He just can't shoot. Yeah, the the jumper's been a little off. He had two really good years of jumper and then a couple whatever ones. Tap back into that now that he can't uh, beat anyone down the court. Yeah, I think the jumper will get better out of necessity. Exactly. 
Necessity breeds something, right? Because he's capable something, of Something, something. Peter, and, what is that phrase? And as broke as you say John Wall's jumper is, his three-point percentage has gone up. That is the best sauce. There you go. That was it. <laughs> but what I was saying before sauce says, his three-point percentage will rise, Which, continue to rise, and still I rise. I believe Maya it. Angelou. Side, side note, what's your guys' favorite sauce? You got a chicken sandwich in front of you. What sauce are you putting on it? Gotta say honey smustard. Honey smustard? Well, I only get one sauce, so I couldn't include hot sauce. Mm, I feel like hot sauce is a condiment. So like a typical like tapatio or whatever. I'm thinking yeah. like a condiment that yeah. like you know, like a like a non basic condiment. You're giving me one sauce for the rest of my days. You did tweet about regretting not bringing honey, honey mustard, mustard to yeah. Vegas with you. You know what happened? Yeah, I went to honey mustard. Is, that was a great tweet, but honey <laughs> mustard for me as well. I went to Vegas, and so, uh, so the night before, I went to Vaughn's mm-hmm. in L.A. and I got one of those um, eight pieces of baked chicken. You know, they mm-hmm. have it's like cold. Yeah. In the case, mm-hmm. it's like four bucks. It was like four bucks for the eight pieces. And then you get the like seventy-five cent honey mustard. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had two. I bought two. Only needed one. Then I go to Vegas, and my boy's like, let's go get some chicken tenders. Let's go get some food. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go see what's up with the chicken tenders. They had they had old chicken tenders from July 2nd that had a 50 cent, 50% off sticker off. Like they needed to be sold that this day. Is that like a grocery store this in is, Vegas? Yeah, this is a okay. Vegas Vons. They also have fresh, fresh packages of chicken tenders. So you know what I did? I take the 50 cent off sticker from the old one. I put it on the fresh box. Fresh tenders half off. But no honey mustard. But no honey mustard. Mm. So and now uh, someone else is getting food poisoning at that bond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Whatever. They're going to fucking, they're in Vegas. They're going to vomit one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No good deed, Jamel. Yo, fuck, man, fuck Vegas, dog. They, I was about to win three hundred bucks, like a smooth three hundred bucks. I have, I had the Friday night WNBA schedule locked, locked. Atlanta Dream playing at Seattle, seven and a half point underdog. I take it. New York on the road at Phoenix, eight point underdog. Take it. Mystics, one-point underdog, which is ridiculous at Las Vegas because we just beat the fuck out of them two weeks prior. I want to come back to the Mystics, by the way. I put the parlay in. It's ready to go. And then the shit, they, the whole thing got pushed because they postponed the game because of the earthquake, which right. we really did oh. feel. We really felt. And the stadium told us, they got on the loudspeaker and was like, everybody get ready. For more Vegas Aces basketball, we're coming back. That's that's a real NBA moment. Like you were a part of maybe the twelve craziest hours of NBA, where like summer league WNBA got canceled because of an earthquake. Yeah, Zion's first game. Canceled. Zion's first game injured. Injured. Didn't earthquake. come back. Earthquake canceled the fucking multiple basketball games. Uh, that night, Kawhi and Paul George become Clippers. Um, in the middle of the night, Russell Westbrook is talking about demanding a trade. Uh, we wake up. Donald Trump is now a part of NBA Twitter. What? <laughs> he was. He retweeted some tweet about Doc Rivers and was like, "Great coach, great guy, love him." Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? "Oh yeah, I did see that." Yeah, it's just about. like the craziest twelve hours in NBA history, and you were a part of it. You were you were there for the earthquake. Jesus. Yeah. And not only were we there for the earthquake, Jamal, let's let's continue this Vegas sidebar. You danced in front of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Yes, I was the, their official court jester. I was the yeah. king's jester yeah. for 15 seconds. Do you want to explain? I was asleep in the stands. <laughs> at the, I was asleep in the stands at the prior game. I, I'm not, I, I refuse to look at the schedule. I could just look and see. Oh, it was Philly. It was oh. fucking Philly, Boston. This is Saturday. This is Saturday. Yeah. It's Philly, Boston. And Philly, Boston is kind of, it's whatever at the end. I feel like both teams 
summer league teams are not that exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Michael, you could say that for every summer league team. No. Fact, fact. The Knicks and the Pelicans were fun as fuck until Zion went down in the second half. Yeah, but the Knicks were only fun because RJ was also trash. I I was excited watching that. I was very excited watching I that. actually, I, I would say that the Wizards summer league roster was... It was a fun time. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm, I'm canceling Wizards talk on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Shout out Samuel. Uh, Rick Barry's son on the on the Wolves was yeah. shooting grandma style. That's that's fun. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. There was two dudes. There was a dude on the Celtics shooting granny style. Oh, Taco Fall is just killing it out there. He's large for Boston. I mean, I guess he's on Boston, but he's yeah. he's the only exciting thing about Boston. He can move. He can move. He's he's what is he seven six seven seven yeah, and six. he's just like. He's got a fucking filled out NBA body, and he looks good out there. And he can dunk without leaving the ground. He can dunk without leaving the ground, and that's fun. He's the thon, he's the thon maker we all wanted. I think he's a good thon maker. Although <laughs> Kevin Durant, I'm sorry, not Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett still thinks thon could be an MVP, right? I guess. Yeah. Sure, dude. Anyway, so you you were asleep in the stands. Yeah, and this guy just walks over to our section and is like. Hey, do you want to be in this contest? And he's miming a jump shot. Yeah. He's so he's saying you want to be through. in a contest with a jump shot. You think this is a shooting oh, contest. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I get to just put up a three. Yeah. And I had actually, I kind of figured out how to put enough juice on it to hit an NBA three. I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'll, I'll but, say this. If you look at Jamel's social media, maybe it's selective editing, but yeah. I've, I've watched you drain a lot of long range shots. Yeah. I've got yeah. a bit of a jumper. It's not, yeah. it's not fully broke, but anyway, yeah. uh, I'm like sick. I just get to put a shot up and LeBron's there. Yeah. LeBron's sitting there and AD the fuck and, and AD AD who was looking a little upset, <laughs> which deterred me from trying to be silly. To but be anyway, fair, it might just be the eyebrow. Possibly. It's like you a never permanent, know. like, scowl. Big furrow. Yeah. yeah. Big furrow vibes. But, like, yeah, so I, I'm, I go down. I'm, like, sick. I get to the floor, and the dudes, I see, I'm, it's like a little kid. And I'm, like, oh, shit. And the dude's, like, it's a dance contest. You got to go dance in front of everybody. And I'm, like, cry, you know, whatever. And then as soon as I heard dance contest, I knew I wasn't winning. Okay, let's just, let's just restate the timeline. Jamel. High out of his mind, asleep yeah. in the stands. Was high. Some guy shakes him and says, well, "Do you want to do a contest?" Implying it's a jump shot contest. Yeah. You come down saying, "All right, I'm high. I just woke up, but I got a wet shot." You get down to the court and they're like, "You ready to dance?" Essentially, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it was like there was some time. Like it wasn't like walk down to the floor, dance right now. Yeah. There was like like five or six minutes of. Got it. Understanding this is what it is. There's a casting process. Yeah, sign Got the it. paper. Yeah. Let's do this it. Is the kind of, this is the kind of stuff that only happens to someone who is really high. If you would <laughs> yeah. have come to this sober, there's no way you would have been involved in any of this. I was just high enough, too. I was, like, reserved with the high. I wasn't even as high as I am right now. <laughs> I was like executively high. Exactly, because you got high earlier and then fell asleep for two hours yeah, in the stands of an NBA back. area. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I drank a big Coca-Cola. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, I know I'm going to lose because it's a kid. You know, let me just. I, He's got hope, Fortnite shit. Yeah. yeah, let me hope I get something something to do anything with. And they kind of gave me a weird beat. It kind of, it. I was first. I believe you said it was uh, Too Many Freaks by Busy Bone? Yeah, it's actually, it's just Freaks okay. by Playing Skills featuring Crazy Bone. Crazy Bone, And right. Adina Howard. Got it. The World Has Too Many Freaks is the hook. We were listening to her earlier. Sample of uh, Moments in Love by Art of Noise. I'm going to go ahead and say, not the best joint to dance to, to display your moves. So it's you, fun to party to. Was the fix in? <clears throat> I don't know if the fix was in. Yeah, probably the fix was in. Yeah. You have to set it up so the kid wins. Probably. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but from the video, you clearly were the best dancer and got the biggest cheer. And it seemed like the MC totally panicked as like the refs and the teams are coming back on the floor. Well, because you can't stun on a child. Well, here's my take of the video. So you can go to uh, you can go to Airbuds Pod at on Twitter. And uh, see the video at some point. I don't know. Maybe I'll pin it so listeners yeah, yeah. can see it if they want it. If they haven't already seen it, it's kind of it's got a lot of play. A lot of people are retweeting it, which is weird because yeah. you can't hear the music at all. No, what but uh, watch. So Jamel, 
looks like I'm falling down. It just basically slowly drops it to the floor. Yeah. Uh, on rhythm, on beat, like you're looking good. Uh, and then when it, once it's over and he's like, all right, give it up for Jamel. You just kind of like wander around the court stoned. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I pulled my phone out and was just like, oh, son. I was like, oh, shit. People, the teams were coming out. I know. And then <laughs> it's like, I, I feel like there's almost a point where like they were going to announce a winner, but you were so far away. Yeah. That, I didn't the, give a that fuck, the announcer dude. was just like, uh, this kid wins. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't give a shit, dude. Yeah. I just fucking rolled out. You were just wandering all over the court. Out. I dapped up Kobe White. And then I like, I seen Brown and them, and I just walked by. And then I just was like looking around, and like Dwight Howard has like Killmonger dreads now. It was a lot. You got to send me, send me the video you took from, from being on the court. I want to post it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got it on my shit. I'll get right. you. I should have, yeah. t- I should have just done more, but I was like, I was freaking out. This was, was a high stress situation for you, yeah. and you handled it very well. Shouts out to Woodbridge, Virginia, for teaching me how to uh, drop it. In particular, my dude Travis Wilder, that is the T Wild. That is, uh, you know, patent pending. Big ups to T Wild. It is the... truly a delight to go yeah. see. Go to our Twitter account. And watch if I it. had thirty seconds, I would have gone full T Wild. There is a more aggressive head bob. I was waiting you for you to, to like kind of like dive on the floor, mm. do some humping. I would have been. I didn't want to get too sexy. Remember the, the video of those kids that were just fucking the Ottoman? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Gonna I was be waiting wondering. for that. Uh, no, I did. So I tried to take the mic from the guy. Oh really? And he wouldn't let me. But I had a. I, he's, he's a true professional, which is yeah. true. Yeah. And I was an idiot because maybe he would have let me do it had I cleared it with him. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say anything outrageous. All I was going to say was, "What's up, Jamel Johnson? I'm representing the Washington Wizards, and I'm very lonely." And then I give it, and then I just give him the mic back, right? Yeah, but you know what, dude? Staging him. Who cares? He's the host. You picked the wrong dude, bro. You pick a fucking cipher to MC a dance contest. You're supposed to be upstaged by the dancers. Yeah, nah, he fucked up. He picked the wrong napping man. It was just like you shoot a basketball. Yeah, that's all I wanted was a ball in my hand. God, that would have been great. Uh, I can't like I know. I think my favorite part of this is that, uh, like, come, like, tomorrow morning when LeBron and AD, if they're not already home tomorrow morning when they're home, are probably going to text and be like, hey, remember that, <laughs> that dude yeah. that dropped his ass to the floor? Yeah, who was that? What was up <laughs> right with your man? Us? Yeah. What was up with your yeah. man? Like, they know who you are. They don't, they might, they probably don't know your name. And I didn't they look at them. And I did not look at them. Yeah, I was just looking over. I was looking over at where my where uh, Dan was sitting because I was trying to get some him to tape some shit. You do you do play to the the the, the camera impressively. Yeah, yeah. I was doing a little bit of you know just shouts out repping all the sets I've ever claimed. And, uh, uh, wow, true delight. I truly regret bailing on summer league because uh, that would have been incredible. Yeah, to have witnessed. I mean, and we didn't. I didn't get rid of the tickets until like an hour before we left for the stadium too. Are but you like, and Daniel working next week? Yeah. Oh, you want to bail on work and go on like Wednesday? <laughs> Can't even do it, dog. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to uh, to to the Clippers talk. I, I want to talk about this. So right now the Clippers are kind of, and if you ask the media, the kind of the presumptive favorites to come out of the West, right? Do we all kind of agree with that? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. But, but should they be? I mean, we agree that the media is anointing that, but do you, do we agree that they should be the favorite? I think I think in the middle of July, it is fair to say some wild shit like that. Yeah, it's the middle of July. We get to say whatever we want. People think Utah is a top three team too. Well, yeah, like, you the, the Jazz are leveling up. The Nuggets are are staying the same. They're going to just grow like. Dave and CJ are still in Portland. The Warriors are going to be in the playoffs. We don't know how good they're going to be if Clay comes back. Like Warriors the Lakers are good despite being a laughing stock. What'd you say, Peter? The Warriors are not going to make the playoffs. Who's got their spot? The Kings? Lakers. Clippers. Rockets. Nuggets. Jazz. Blazers. Yeah, two Kings. more. What's that? I said Kings. Kings. He's going Kings. 
See, I San just... Antonio Spurs. Yeah, really? That's eight teams. That's eight. That's your eight. How the fuck? How you figure? Steph is fine. Yeah, and he's Steph a... could get hurt. Draymond could get hurt if one of those could... teams get dinged up at all. Sure, good. So screwed. Okay, you know what so what happens do? when one somebody on the goddamn Spurs get hurt? Uh, it won't happen. They get they're getting uh, Murray back. They are getting actual point guards back, which is interesting because they didn't really. They was dealing with some uh, clearance rack shit. Well, you know the Warriors signed a point guard by the name of D'Angelo Russell just to have an asset to trade midseason for one or two good players, like. That team could be very different come January, February. Which is a great point. Yeah. The the really? West is just going to be super brutal. As I hope West I Russ needs to get to the East. And I and I and the destination has to be Miami cuz it's just it's enough to like make noise. Like they can beat the Pacers no matter what. Oh, I think Russ and Butler if if they don't murder each other uh will beat the Pacers or any of the bottom half of of the yeah. Eastern playoffs that's a, from last that's year. A, that's a fifty win regular Russ season team. And Jimmy on the same team would be is like very much makes me just think of uh, Juliet Lewis and Woody Harrelson and Nashville Born Killers. Yes, that is an apt comparison. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. They don't even need anybody to get rebounds. They're no. getting all the rebounds. Yeah, they're missing just so the other person can get another rebound. They're the first uh, teammates that are ever going to average triple doubles in the same season just because they're going to help each other out with it. Yeah. Russell's like, Russell's I can get 10 be, assists if Russell's I can get be, you 10 buckets. It's be yeah. 11 assists, 15 rebounds, and 12 turnovers a game. And it's going to be tight as fuck, dude. And in the know. East, you can get away with that type of bullshit. I think Russ deserves to be in the East Conference where things yeah. make sense. Uh, yeah, I think they can form like a Legion of Doom kind of like tag team and just kind of like bulldoze their way through half Eastern Conference. They won't be better than the Sixers or I don't know, maybe even Toronto as constructed. Um, but they'll beat the Pacers. They'll beat the fucking, uh, I don't know who else was in the bottom half of of the seating last year. They'll beat the Celtics. I think fucking Orlando, Orlando. I mean, Kemba's no, Kemba, Kemba's. Kimba's gonna have something for us this year. Mm, we'll see. I'm he's very, happy to I'm, get out of. He's happy to get out of Charlotte. True. And he's a Northeast guy. He's a New York guy. He's a he's a fucking tri cities whatever, tri state ass. I do like Kemba. I just think like, you look at the rest of that team and you see what they did last year. They kind of they don't they don't play together. And then you take away their two best players and you replace it with one well, good player. Well, one of the reasons yeah. they don't play together was because yeah. of one of those players. That I they don't got know. Rid okay. Of. So now there's a vacuum of leadership. Who's like in our, our Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown going to fight for that spot. Kimba is the leader. Kimba's going to be the leader. Kimba hasn't been there. Kimba's an all-star. They respect the bag. They respect the money. They didn't respect Kyrie's bag. Kyrie has a chip, but Kyrie was an asshole. Yeah. Kemba's not going to be an asshole. He might be an asshole. We don't know. I think he can beat all of them in one-on-one. Speaking of assholes, isn't it crazy that Michael Jordan like fucked over his own Jordan brand athlete? Yeah, <laughs> on, on a paycheck. Come on, man. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan <coughs> is the Michael Jordan of caring about no one but Michael Jordan. And look, son, Kemba's just happy to get the fuck up out of there, man. I know. Yeah, and it's and it's closer to home. He's a New York guy. He's gonna, he's going to be into it. They lost, they lost Horford. They lost Baines. They lost Rozier. They lost Kyrie. I think everyone's being a little presumptuous about Boston being a title contender because everyone's just listening to Bill Simmons blow smoke oh, up. Bill Simmons is insane. I don't think anyone, any legit yeah, person, title, is considering no. them a title contender. No, Are I they? just I just think they're going to be a four good. Seed yeah, no, they're going to be like a six seed. We'll see. We'll see. Like, they're not. They're not going to be a legit title contender. We'll see I mean, where Russ ends up. Take a big step forward. Otherwise, like, how, why are they that much better than Detroit? Because Detroit sucks. That's I why. mean, Detroit just got Derrick Rose, bro. Ugh. <laughs> That's why I said that shit like that. That's why I thought I was like, who Detroit got? Oh, Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose. Tight. Um. I think my thing about the Clippers being like kind of er, like this early coronated as like the favorite, 
at least to come out of the West. Uh, we haven't seen Kawhi and Paul George play together yet, and I think there could be unforeseen fit issues. They play the same position. They play the same position, and they play similar games. Yeah, but guys, the good news is they both only play about 40 games a year, so it really shouldn't be that much of an yeah, issue. Yeah, if they just, like, Paul takes the first half, Kawhi takes the second half. They probably worked out some shit like that. But then there's other shit where it's like, people talk about Landry Shamit, whom I love as if he is, like, a reliable veteran player. He's coming off a decent rookie year. You've been, you've been hating. No, I love Landry Shamit. I wanted the Sixers to keep him, but then, like, when I hear people being like, Landry Shamit is yeah. the best seven man in the league, I'm like... He's a rookie who had a, a not, pretty mediocre if, first three quarters of his season, and then had he played well to good into the playoffs. Um, you shot sound, well over forty percent from three. Thank you very much. Okay, how many threes did he make? I don't know. Uh, enough. Less than two a game. Less than two a game, bro. In like what, ten minutes, what does he play? Twelve minutes? Exactly. So why are people being like he's going to be a major piece of a championship Man, team? You're like, clearly you're, just you're so you're, salty because yeah. he's given you four minutes in that second round, and you guys would have yeah. beat the the Raptors in six. Yeah, Again, is, I like Landry Shamit. I wish is, the Sixers still kept him. Yeah, this sounds personal. Sophomore year players generally regress. I don't think Landry Shamit is someone that we can count on yet. That's oh, all I'm saying. Okay. Well, you don't have to count on him because all he's going to do is sit in the corner and take wide open three pointers. Oh, so you don't have to count on him, but then you have to count on him. The the Clippers issue isn't that; it's the front court. Is Zubac really like that? No, Zubac is Montrez is yes. Tres is great, but he prefers to come off the bench as an energy guy. I don't think you can you put just, him in the starting lineup two and guys, count on him to do what he does. Either way, you need two guys and uh, advantage Lakers when you're talking Javale and AD. Yeah, I agree. So, like, I'm just like, I, I, I love that roster, that roster from last year for the Clippers. I love a lot of these players. I just don't think it's like such a clear cut. Like the Clippers are the fucking new kings of the league. There's no, they're clear, on their way. If, nothing, if it all works out, bro, nothing in the West is clear cut. It's hell. No, it's gonna be a bloodbath. It's I'm a so hell, excited. It's a hellscape. Yeah. How I don't do you even get 50 wins. You can't. I don't know. I predict nobody in the West will have 50 wins. Westbrook has to get out of there for his own safety, man. That's what I'm saying, man. It's been too long. He's got. He's never had shooters with him. He's just out there alone with a bulletproof vest. Screaming at people. If you put Russ on the magic, bro. They're shitting. Russ and Vujicic? Shit. They'll beat the fuck out of Miami and Indiana. <laughs> Seriously. Guys, I was going to ask a question, but I can't find a of currently updated thing. But I wanted to ask um, how many black people are on the Mavericks roster? <laughs> there's, Negative three. There's no current updated roster uh, on anywhere I can find. I guess because it's still technically they haven't finished all the deals yet. Uh but I think once, like this time next week, there will be three black people on the Mavericks roster. Bet a hundred, they cut to all three of them, <laughs> and then sign Richard Jefferson, just like some, yeah. dude, just like we need a black guy who can hang out at a frat house. Do you think Richard Jefferson was serious when he restated <laughs> his interest in playing again? And I think Dallas oh, would be yeah. a, a perfect fit for him. He's going to be playing for an LA team yeah. for sure. If oh, you missed it, uh, Richard Jefferson, uh, who retired, who tried to retire after the 2016 championship and was bullied into coming back by LeBron, and then retired after the 2017 uh, Finals run, um, said on Twitter, I think Friday, yeah. he said, uh, "I'm officially unretiring and I want to sign with the team." And I wonder how serious it is because he's kind of trolly on Twitter. Yeah, he might but, have been drunk. What time was the? What was the location? It could be any time of day. Was it a was it an Applebee's? Was it like the like the Hermosa Beach, like Applebee's at yeah. like four o'clock? And you're like, oh, I think they have the happy hour at four o'clock. They've got the one dollar Long Island iced teas around then. Yeah, yeah. If it was then, I, I, no stop, dude. One dollar Long Island iced teas should be illegal. Applebee's legit offers those at different periods of the year. Yeah, <laughs> like it's That's... like. I've never been to an Applebee's, but I've never wanted to go more than to be like, yeah, let's go get like six Long Island teas and like 20 orders of mozzarella sticks yeah. and see where the night goes. Yeah, uh, Applebee's plays by their own yeah, rules. You know where it goes? Straight to the toilet. Always have, always will. Um, 
guys, I, I've got one other thing I want to talk about. I don't, I don't know how meaningful it is. Um, are you familiar with 538? The web, the oh, website, yeah, the website, the it's, website for it's, numbers. It's ESPN's stat website, I guess. And Nate Silver runs it. Yeah. They do a, a yeah. large sports stats kind of a business there. They've got this uh, advanced stat that apparently has been very like uh, good and accurate in previous seasons, but they have a stat called Carmelo, all caps. Uh, yeah, and, shout out to Chris Herring. Writes good articles for them. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's a good talk. website. But they came out with their, uh, quote, Carmelo's way too early 2020 regular season rankings. Uh, and this is a, uh advanced stat formula that kind of measures uh, multiple different things to kind of get a, an expected number of wins for each team. Um, number one uh, with 60 wins this year is, is on, on the Carmelo uh, stat ranking is 70, the 76ers. How do you guys feel about that? It uh, makes sense. To- Not as good as you. I don't know if I feel good about it because here's the thing. Okay, so uh, if you look at the 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 stat ranking, um, their plus in offense is only like two point five. Uh, it's their plus in defense is that that makes all the difference. It's the highest in the league at plus five point two. Josh Richardson does strap. Ben Simmons is an elite defender. Joel Embiid should have been a, a defensive player of the year, legit candidate. You put Horford in there. Put Horford, Horford in there. Great power forward. He can guard all the fours, right? He can guard three, four, five, I think. Um, and he's a good like health defender. Uh, I think this year we're going to see a lot of like Sixers wins, like eighty-seven to like eighty-two. Yeah, and it's the East where you can rack them up. Yeah. I mean, even though I almost forgot about, I forgot Milwaukee had a team as we've <laughs> been having this podcast. I forgot they existed. I was like trying to think of all the playoff teams and it wasn't until like after we moved on from that conversation. I was like, oh yeah, Milwaukee was the team I was trying to think yeah, of. Like, oh shit, yeah. MVP. I yeah. think losing Brogdon is big though. Did I think have, that's huge Do they have any, they have no replacement for him. No. As it stands. None. He was their second best player a lot of the time. And then they let him walk and maxed Chris Middleton. Which, who, hey, hold on now. You know, I I'm, like Chris Middleton, I'm but he's pro. inconsistent. Chris Middleton in a beanie forever. That's true. Yeah. So I need Go to deep on our uh, Instagram account if you want to see some photoshops of that. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got all types of work for you guys. Um, but who do you guys think number two was on the Carmelo ranking? Laker basketball. Nope. Uh, Lakers number three. Rockets number two. Ooh. So it essentially goes the top ten teams are number one, Sixers, number two, Rockets, number three, Lakers, number four, Warriors, number five, Bucks, number six, Clippers, number seven, Nuggets, number eight, Jazz, number nine, Thunder, number ten, Pelicans. Um Which that is, is essentially the ten best teams in terms of wins as uh predicted by this uh stat model. The Pelicans ain't about to do shit. Zion fat now. He, he did. He look a little fatter than he did, like at the draft. A little, at, little rotund. He was. What did he do? Did he just like get, take two weeks off, like eating, drinking, he's eating been, a lot of gumbo? He's been hitting the fucking cheese fries, man. That's I, what these guys let do. Let him do it. He's 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 got all of July and August to yeah. to get back in shape. Yeah, that'll be fine. He, the, the dude has been working since he was seven years old to get to the NBA. Give him two weeks off with a couple sandwiches, you know. <laughs> just like two. Two Seven yeah. Eleven Turkey Club sandwiches a day. That's it. Yeah. Shit, I forgot my point. It's all gone now. I don't know. I just thought it's it's an interesting stat. Uh, Five thirty eight does good work. Um, makes me worried about uh, what the league is going to be. <laughs> because, oh yes, yeah. no. The, well, yeah. first off, um, you know this is LeBron's last stand. I think we're going to see something. I think we're going to see stuff. Okay, so you think he's going to show up? I think he's going to show up the fuck up, yeah. When I hear last stand, I think of Custer, who got fucking his ass no, kicked. No, 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 I don't think it's going to I think it's going to be a good last stand. Okay. Like uh, X-Men. By the way, Custer should have gotten his ass kicked. Sure. Yeah. Also, Colonizer. I forgot about the best moment of the Summer League. Peter, you still with us? Folks, I think we lost Peter. Uh, Peter actually died. Oh, my God. Shit. Was there an earthquake in New England? Fuck, dude. Damn, a bunch of lobster rolls fell on the We ground. joked about Sadie dying, and then Peter died mid-call. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Yo, so we finish, with the, finish with the best moment of Summer League. They, 
they go to the crowd. It's the Lakers Clippers summer league team game. Ooh, how was that? It's, I didn't get to watch it. Pretty it. good. Yeah. Terrence okay. Mann looks like he's good. He'll mm-hmm. be a piece for the Clippers. He just looks like he's ready to play defense. Sounds like a film director. Yeah, and they had a big who was, but anyway, uh, so the guy, the the MC guy, goes to a girl in a, in a Clippers hat, and is like, "So why do you think the Clippers are going to beat the Lakers this year? It's the battle for LA." And she was like, "Honestly, because it's the Clippers. We're a better run organization. The Lakers are trash. What's up?" And the building went nuts because LeBron is sitting there. As well, and this lady is. In, this is a small arena. This is not like yeah. like LeBron could see who it was. Yeah, no, he could look over his shoulder <laughs> could and see. see exactly yeah. who it was. And like his response to that was to just like put on a do rag. <laughs> <laughs> he just silently put on a do rag. You know what I love about LeBron? And I was like, damn, he might be ready though. Despite all of this, despite everything, like he he just stands above it all. He just threw on a do- he just threw on a do rag and started working on his waves again. He's a man with no hairline. I know. In he, front of all of us, you saw the video of the other week, right? With him getting like getting the the brush on his head from the barber. No, oh. he had legit waves. He's it's like, working. how did it happen? He's been working on them for a long time. He's kept his head in that cryogenic chamber longer than his body. Yeah, yeah. he has the most. His do rags have so much technology in them. Yeah, they are nano machines. Exactly. Running around. He's got the, like, a guy who's like, I'm the Tony Stark of hairlines. <laughs> like, that's his doctor. Antoine Stark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I agree. I think LeBron is, um, we're not going to get 82 games out of him, but we're going to get just high production, like, fucking efficient, another 29, 10, and 9, 29, 10, and 10. What if he fucking averages a triple-double this it's year? It's possible. I think he could. Depending on who the last guy to make this roster is, it's possible. I think if he gets they have a guy, one shooter, please get a shooter. <laughs> I think what the Lakers need to do is tell Boogs he's coming off the bench. Um, I think they play, I think when LeBron is, because LeBron can play any style of ball, and he's playing the less minutes, you, you dig? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think the Lakers with AD at the five can play faster. And I think when it's time for the second unit, you have a post anchor, and he's there, mm-hmm. and he just sits down there, and he gets you about twelve to fifteen a night, twelve and eight. Yeah, I think and that's it. The general, instant offense yeah. as well. My bad. The oh, I, I mean, no, I agree with you. Like the general wisdom, uh, especially when it comes to playoffs, but in games in general, is the best player on the floor wins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ninety. Five percent of the games the Lakers play this year, they're going to have two of the best players on the floor by far, and I think that gives them a great shot to go far. And, Bo- and Boogie's got something left in the tank. I, yeah. It's wild to think that Javale McGee would be starting over him, but I mean Javale and AD. I mean you just can run around and throw lobs. I think I hope Frank Vogel. You know, you know, you know my stance. I think this is a stance we agree on. Most coaches don't matter. I hope somehow Frank Volger, Volger, Frank Volger, <laughs> change his name to that. That's a fucking hip hop name. Start cursing. Yeah. Uh, if I was a rapper, I'd be Frank Volger. But Frank Vogel should, uh, I hope, prove somehow that he's one of the coaches that matters by getting the most out of players that are like, JaVale McGee is a fucking incredible athlete, comes from incredible basketball stock. Like when he's good, he's good. Uh but he's kind of a joke because he like he's just a goofball and dummy. If he can get him to play like a starting center, like he deserves coach of the year. I don't know. We've watched DeVale play at the Drew League and him just like be a killer. And yes, it's at the Drew League, but like I don't know. I, I believe in JaVale. I want to believe in JaVale. No, and I think you're right too. Uh and I think he, he's just got what they need. Go to the rim, get a rebound. Get the rebounds, go up for lobs, um, fucking be a shot blocker and like pay attention and keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> Just like <laughs> pay like, full attention. Don't let dudes backdoor you. Like, yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I think I think LeBron and AD have some fucking crazy shit up their sleeves. Knock on wood. I want to see. I mean, again, I, I would love it if the Lakers 
and the Clippers somehow wound up in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. That would be incredible. That's what we all want. Yeah. And we don't want the tickets to be $7,000 neither. Before we wrap it up, do you think the Clippers tickets are about to spike? Hell yeah. Why? Because. Might I remind you, they had three perennial all-stars. They had two locked Hall of Famers. They went to the playoffs as a contender year after year after year. And you can go to any random game for $6. You think the Clippers, the most hated team in LA by far, like people like rank the like minor league hockey team over the, the Clippers. Do you think their prices are really about to spike? I hope not. I hope not also, because I really want to go to a lot yeah, of games. The yeah. Fuck? yeah. It's going to be crazy, but I think it's only because basketball's popularity has grown since Lob City that true. was even formed. That's a good point. It's crazy now. It's a legit third season now. We just said that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and everybody knows it. They'd be dumb. Those six, if those $6 tickets were $20 now, nobody would flinch. And we'd all be super happy. And Steve Ballmer could dance all night long. All night. All night. Shit. Um, Jamel, let's wrap this shit up. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? Um... All the usuals, uh, Broccoli House on Instagram, Airbuds Pod everywhere. Um, we didn't forget about y'all. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, they... it's true. Uh, follow Peter at Danger Moses on Twitter and also Instagram, I believe. Uh, follow Airbuds Pod uh, on Twitter, Instagram. Go to patreon.com slash Airbuds Pod if you want to support the buds. Hashtag support the buds. Uh, the Slack has been kind of fun lately right yeah we got some new blood in there um we'll give them a shout out once their patreons uh payments go through we need the checks to Um, clear boy but uh yeah uh we just dropped some new content we're doing some new content once peter gets back uh from uh where's he again new england yeah Yeah. um and yeah so join the patreon.com slash earbuds pod and for as little as one dollar you get access to a bunch of dumb shit for $20, we'll give you t-shirts and gear. Um, That's deal. Yeah. Uh, but we love you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.